When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up and War Eagle War Report family? You got Ike Jones back with another morning drop. Today we are talking about the new acquisition at Safety Transfer Center, Jaron Thompson. Y'all know how we do right here, War Report style. Let's drop it on him. Morning drop. It is Tuesday, January the 16th. Hopefully everybody's Tuesday is off to a good start. You got Ike Jones back in here in the pilot seat talking a little bit more Auburn football and the position of safety for Auburn football. Before we get into the conversation, hopefully everybody will do us the necessary. That's going ahead and sharing the video at the Warpour out there on all your social media like the video and subscribe to the channel. Let's get those subscription numbers jumping up in here. And if you're out there re-listening on podcast, go ahead and share the content as well as give us a five-star review. Um, but let's get into the conversation. Auburn is getting more activity going on in the transfer portal. You know, uh, first and foremost, if you're in the state of Alabama or down here in the South and you're dealing with this snow situation, it ain't snowing for real where I'm at right now. It's like a little... It's light situation, but uh, hopefully y'all are being safe out there, not driving crazy if you're listening to this um, and um, it's snowing. Be careful out there. But uh, but yeah, let's get into the safety conversation. Uh, position of safety is where Auburn has made their newest move uh, with, with the acquisition. Needed to, to do some work here in the transfer portal to help out at the position of safety. There's a lot of young guys on this team at that position, but you're losing a lot of snaps, right? When you look at the position, uh, there were four guys that left via the transfer portal and or graduation slash declaring for the NFL draft. Um, Austin Osbury and Marquise Gilbert both left via the transfer portal during the offseason. And then you had Jalen Simpson and Zion Puckett, the guys who took the vast majority of the snaps at safety this season for Auburn. Uh, exit and go to the transfer portal. So there are a lot of snaps that you see walking out of the door. Jalen Simpson and Zion Puckett accounting for the most of them, but over 4,000 snaps for Auburn and experience leaving via the transfer portal. And you got to try to replace that. Now you've got some admirable replacements that were already on your roster in the likes of Caleb Wooden, who had played a good amount of snaps, and then Donovan Kaufman, who had also played a lot of snaps for you. But there just isn't a ton of experience roaming in that secondary. And so uh, it's going to be a, a interesting to see how Auburn decides to rotate the younger guys in, as well as trying to figure out who of these new guys that are going to be on here uh, in here are going to be able to play a lot of minutes. Um, when I say younger guys, I'm talking about guys that were already on the roster, um, you know, that your Terrence loves and that, and that, that sort, or, you know, some of the guys that are coming in that are true freshmen, but to try to help get some more experience into that defensive backfield, 
and figure out how they're going to stem the tide. Um, enter transfer center Jaron Thompson. Jaron Thompson is coming over from Texas. Uh, let me just make sure I have all of his stuff pulled up here properly. He is six foot one hundred and ninety one pounds. Um, he's a senior coming over from Texas, played all four of his seasons at Texas. So this is his first transfer. Uh, didn't do like a Juco stint or anything like that. And uh, he was the eighth highest rated safety in the Big 12 last year. Uh, number 88 in the country in his uh, PFF rating is what I'm talking about here. And he comes over and brings in some of the experience that I'm talking about. 2,153 snaps um, of experience as he bring over into that defensive secondary. So this is a solid acquisition in the transfer portal. We'll take a look at some of his film, of course, for those of you who are part of my green name game. We will get in and we'll we'll look at his film a little bit more closely and, and see what, what exactly he's bringing to this defensive secondary. But... I think what he adds for you is, again, depth and experience to a room that needed it with seeing so much of that walking out of the door. Uh, something that will uh, potentially help some of these young guys get in here and um, figure out what's happening a little bit more quickly. Again, you just don't have a lot of people that have played a lot of football at safety, and that's typically going to be your defense's quarterback. So, you know, I, I love what Caleb Wooden was able to bring and uh, – He'll probably get a lot of snaps in that secondary. Uh, you also got guys like, you know, you talk about the four guys that walked out of the door, but you have uh, now as far as freshmen and new guys, there were 12 guys in that safety room. So I don't expect any more safeties to get added now that you've got replacements for all four of those. So unless someone else walks out in the transfer portal uh, after spring. You should have your safety room set, but you've got Caleb Harris, uh, the true freshman that's coming in, Kinsley Faustin, the true freshman, and then you've got the the Juco safety and Laquan Robinson that's going to be coming in, and now you add Jaron Thompson to that room. So you're back up to your 12 that you had last season as far as uh, safeties are concerned. So you should be able to move forward and figure out what you're going to do in some of these other spots. But it is going to be interesting to see how that battle plays out. Again, I talked yesterday about position battles and what was going to be interesting for the spring. Everybody's zeroing in on the quarterback battle, but I think it's going to be interesting to see what the safety battle looks like because there's a lot of excitement about some of the young guys that were already on this roster that have not gotten a lot of playing time. And now you're going to be adding some depth and experience to that roster. Uh, you know, let's just kind of look at the roster as it was last season for guys that didn't get a chance to play that people are very excited about. Terrence Love, is uh, back there. Sylvester Smith played a little bit in the bowl game. Terrence Love did as well, but Sylvester Smith played a little bit in the bowl game. Uh, you like what you see out of him. He does, you know, kind of look more like that box safety kind of guy that's going to be able to uh, cause havoc uh, and, and be a run stuffer. You know, 5'11", 186. Then you got C.J. Johnson, who you haven't seen very much of so far. Um, that's going to be uh, available for you this year. So of those three, which one of those guys is going to step up and really move in? Uh, because, you know, if, if we're projecting based upon really just what it looks like initially, I would say Jaron Thompson, you pencil him in as one of your two deep there at the safety. And then there's a lot of people really excited about what Laquan Robinson could potentially bring to this defensive secondary. Uh, so, 
he's a guy that I would definitely look out for. But it also just calls into question kind of what the utilization of these guys is going to be and what is Auburn's defensive scheme going to look like going into this next season. That's an answer that you don't really have right now because you only have a co-DC. Who is going to be sitting in that co-defensive uh, coordinator seat right next to Charles Kelly? Um and what kind of defensive scheme are they going to be running, right? We had the 4-2-5 that we were running last year, and that means that you're going to have less linebackers on the field or you're going to have those hybrid that hybrid linebacker position, which I really loved uh, that Ron Roberts was running. Are we going to have a similar type of situation out there this season, or is it going to be you know, a scheme that's going to employ more linebackers where you'll be in a you know, 3-4 or a 4-3? Like, I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm, more and more defenses are uh, running some sort of hybrid scheme, whether that is a 4 three uh, four two five or three three five um but whoever the defensive coordinator is going to be is going to really determine a lot of what those position groups and how how many different types of people or or, or the, the the makeup of the type of guys that they want to put out there to be able to cover their scheme so it's going to be an important question that needs to get answered here shortly like we've talked about this the, the coordinator positions uh, I wanted to see some movement on that this week and haven't heard any word yet but I do anticipate that they're going to be moving in the direction of trying to hire somebody soon a lot of uh, questions out there about whether or not you know the delay is about Chris Kiffin and they want to hold off to see what's going to happen with the Texans in the playoffs man but you know Texans keep winning you can't keep holding off uh, hiring your defensive coordinator or I wouldn't think that you would want to when there are quality DCs that are out there that you could go ahead and um get on board um you know, there was some speculation as to whether or not somebody actually asked this, I think, on a previous uh, live that we have, whether or not um, the team across the state having some vacancies available would slow down the process of Auburn trying to hire a defensive coordinator where they've already hired their D.C. So um, or at least it's I, I don't know if it's been inked yet, but there is a guy connected to that job right now already. So. Shouldn't be any competition from them for trying to get someone on board here at Auburn. So we should have our pick of the litter of the guys that we want to go after. It's just about finding a guy that's going to have the right fit for what Coach Freeze wants to have for his defense and one that's going to be okay with pretty much having his staff already chosen for him because I don't think that we're going to reshuffle the deck considering we just hired uh, most of these guys last season and this offseason. So uh, whoever that defensive coordinator is, they're going to walk into a staff that's already there and it, it needs to be someone who they can work with um, as a defensive staff because you don't want to have the budding of heads there inside of the facility when it comes to that defensive staff as far as what the philosophy of how they want to do and how they want to handle player rotations and all that sort of thing. So a lot of things need to get ironed out and I ex expect for those things to get ironed out here in short order because we got to get this to train in motion. All right, I want to get over here to your comments. I appreciate you all for dropping in here with me. As always, the morning drop is brought to you by show sponsor Rogue Shop. Make sure you head over to rogueshop.com. Use code report when you do that. Get you a little something off at America's number one online dispensary. And that is the Rogue Shop for sleep, stress, anxiety, pain relief. They've got something for you. Make sure you hit them up over at the Rogue Shop. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Drop!
Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. Drop! I am going to hit up the greatest community out here in the interwebs, the Green Name Gang, and see what you guys are talking about this morning. I definitely want to hear from you all. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Chris O says, or Chris O, I don't know if it's O, like holding out or O. Anyway, Bug is going to be a huge leader in our secondary this upcoming season. Instant starter, in my opinion. Speaking of Jaron Thompson, that is his nickname, Bug. So uh, looking forward to seeing what he brings. And I am definitely looking forward to getting into this film for him. Trust me, Green Name Gang. Make sure you keep your notifications on. Your boy is dropping film for y'all like crazy right now. So make sure that y'all are aware when we get ready to get into this Jaron Thompson film. Corey Weber making his predictions for starting safety, saying Thompson and Robinson starting safeties. I like it. Again, a lot of people are very, very excited about Laquan Robinson, the Juco uh, guy that has been added to the roster. And now with Jaron Thompson, there is a potential for uh, a, a very solid defensive secondary, particularly at the safety spot. So going to be interested in seeing how, how this plays out. Again, you've got guys like Caleb Wooden that have played some solid minutes for you. Is he ready to be your presumptive starter? Is he ready to get in there? Are they going to be rotating safeties? Like somebody needs to be the quarterback back there that's going to be playing the vast majority of those snaps. Uh, so we're going to see how that works out. Big Gap 78 asks, do we have a DC yet? And of course he knows the answer to that is no. So, <laughs> yeah, we're going to see what happens with that. Hopefully, listen, by the time maybe you're hearing this tomorrow on the podcast, and you're hearing me say we don't have a defensive coordinator and we have to go back and 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 say, hey, now nah, that changed between the time that this was recorded. And when you're hearing this, I'm hoping that it is. But uh, we will see. Hopefully, maybe some news will break right now while I'm recording this live with y'all. J.J. Brand feels like the secondary is leveling up. Listen, um. I believe that the the overall talent on this roster is going to be in a in a significantly better place from the standpoint of what you see as far as experience and what you see from star rating. So I just don't think that that talent is going to be able to be something that's going to be a continuous conversation of oh we don't have the talent we I think we had I think we had the talent to be able to compete last year. I didn't think it was a championship roster, but I did think it was a competitive roster, better than a six and seven roster. This next season, this roster is definitely going to be better than a six and seven roster so um you know talent all across this uh team is leveling up including this secondary secondary so i'm looking forward to seeing how we're going to be able to go out there and really make some noise in the sec this season uh Corey weber jumps back in asking is kite trying to get a sixth year waiver uh speaking of mosiah nasili kite uh, he hasn't made any announcements about going to the draft and he has not uh played in any of those senior bowl type situations so he does uh, unless he's just saying I'm, I'm done with football i would assume that that's what he's attempting to do uh, he still definitely has time to declare for the nfl draft um, but i'm assuming that he is going to try to get an additional uh year of eligibility because of a medical waiver um and if that is the case i mean shoot they're giving people seventh years at quarterback why can't he get an additional year i don't know but if that's the case that would also explain why um you know auburn is not as uh 
motivated to go out there and go get another defensive lineman. Maybe they feel like an additional year of Nasili Kite down at the in the trenches will help out a lot with their defensive rotations. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with him right now. I haven't spoken with him or anyone else around that situation, but that is something to monitor considering that he hasn't made any overtures about what his next step is going to be in his career. Chris S. says, I'm not familiar with the safety room specifically, to be honest. I know we got some good talent back there. Uh, we talked a little bit about some of the guys that are in the defensive secondary. And, you know, we could just run down the names. Um, looking right here at the roster, you got Donovan Kaufman, Caleb Wooden, Terrence Love, Sylvester Smith, C.J. Johnson, Griffin Speaks. That was the transfer over from Baylor, right? So he followed um, Ron Roberts over from Baylor. Going to be interesting to see whether or not he stays for his final season here at Auburn, or whether he was tied to Ron Roberts specifically and maybe he graduates and wants to transfer and go to Florida. I don't know if he's that connected to him as far as um, you know his allegiances, but we'll see. Mac McClinton, Paul Thompson Jr., both the walk-ons from last year. Uh, we talked about Caleb Harris, the freshman, uh, Kinsley Lador Faustin, a true freshman coming in, Laquan Robinson, the aforementioned, rounding out that group coming over from junior college. Uh, so it's a really good group when you add Jaron Thompson in there. A lot of talent in that uh, defensive secondary at safety. Uh, see what else we got going on over here. Appreciate everybody dropping in with me this morning. JJ Brand says, I'm so glad McGriff is back. We have the talent in the secondary, but his development skills are much needed since experience is so-so. It's a good point here. Wesley McGriff uh, coming back. Now, he is going to be coaching cornerbacks and not safeties. That safety room is likely going to be run by co-defensive coordinator, and uh, and safety's coach is probably going to be, uh, be be running that whole situation. I don't know why my mind just went blank on this man's name, and I just said it a minute ago, um, just because it's early in the morning, and that's what my brain does for some reason. Um, Charles Kelly, good lord! Uh, <laughs> but co defensive coordinator and safeties are, are probably going to be Charles Kelly, um, so he's going to be running that room. But I definitely glad to see Wesley McGriff back, uh, helping in that secondary, and it's going to be interesting to see kind of what the marriage of philosophies are between those two of how they want to be able to run the defensive secondary. So um, I am looking forward to seeing how all of this stuff works out. Chris S. says, what are the chances Keontae Scott doesn't move to outside corner in 24? Um, you know, I think he's going to be allowed to compete at outside corner. Um, last year, he was, you know, so they had safeties and star backers who was like the nickelback uh, were coached in the same room last year. That's going to be another thing as to whether or not he's going to be, uh, you know, whether or not the you know, star room is going to be merged with the safeties room or whether or not it will be like all of your cornerbacks slash nickelbacks will all be in the same room together. That's something that they're going to have to work out and how they're going to do that. But I think he's going to be given the chance to compete at outside corner. Um, you know, I, I think that that's what he wants to do. And I think they're going to allow him the, the chance to do that. Um, but I'm not sure what the chances are that he doesn't move there permanently. I think, um, you know, when you look at the, the corner position, there just isn't a lot of experience there either, right? That's a room that didn't lose a lot, fortunately, in the transfer portal, but there's just not a lot of experienced guys to go in and compete there. Love what you've seen, you've seen from Kaden, Kay and Lee and J.D. Rim so far, who is still on the team. There's been a lot of 
blah, blah, around him. Champ Anthony, I liked what I saw from him at spots there. Um, Colton Hood played well, I think, in the bowl game. So there's some guys that could definitely get out there and work. But again, there's not a lot of snaps of experience at outside corner. Uh, so that's going to be another position battle that's going to be very interesting in the spring. There's a lot of question marks out there for this team right now about who is going to get to play and how those rotations are going to work. So um, the, the spring position battles, I think, are going to be very interesting. Daniel Moultrie asks, Ike, y'all mentioned this last show, but do you think Coach Hugh Freeze is waiting to announce the OC in D.C. at the same time again? Potentially. I don't think that there's been a hire yet for either of those things. So, um, you know, maybe the OC has already been worked out with somebody internally and they just want to announce those uh, at the same time. I don't think that they've hired a DC yet um, because the way people get chatty around that facility, it'd be hard for me to believe that a defensive coordinator has already been hired and someone doesn't know that. Um you know, people know weeks in advance of the university actually announcing that, you know, uh, uh, some sort of contract has gone out to somebody about something. So I just don't believe that there's been a hire yet. Um, so I, I don't think that that's the case right now. And maybe he does eventually do it that way. I just don't think that there's been a hire yet. P-Pass asked, does Thompson directly replace Simpson or Puckett? And I guess you're asking which of those two does he play most like? Um I just I, I think, you know, let me just say this. And I've said this before about Jalen Simpson. I don't know that you just really replace Jalen Simpson. Um, he's he's just hit from a talent perspective. He's just kind of a different. He's built a little differently as far as his ability to, to run at his speed. I mean, at his size um, and being a solid tackler. Uh, but I think he is probably going to be more in the mold of a, a Simpson than a Puckett um, as far as. I think Puckett was more of like a general out there getting people lined up sort of thing. And Simpson was kind of more of the playmaker. Um, and I don't know, honestly, let me, let me just retract that. I actually don't know. I mean, he's a, he's a rangy guy, more like Simpson in that way. And that's why I was going in that direction of who he replaced. Uh, Puckett wasn't as rangy he's more downhill in the box type of guy. Um, and I think Laquan Robinson fits more into the mold of a guy who's going to be downhill in the box, but Laquan Robinson's kind of rangy as well. So, you know, I think from, you know, an overall standpoint of those two replacing those two, it maybe balances out a little bit because you get, um, guys that are more similar and so they can move around and, and adjust and, and, and change the picture a little bit differently for quarterbacks. Um, again, I am very interested to see how this safety uh, position looks as far as snaps going into this season. Chris O says, I could see Thompson playing the star position since he's pretty good against the run. Could definitely see him doing a, a star type of position. I don't think that, you know, again, it depends on, I don't even like, I don't even know if there is a star position in whatever this defense is going to be next year. Um, you know, I could definitely see him being a box safety and coming down and playing against the run. Um, but I, I, I like versatility, of course, in all of the different positions, but I like it in the safety position as well. So hopefully, you know, both of these guys are kind of interchangeable as, and, and they can move around a lot of different ways again to change it up for what the quarterback is seeing on a consistent basis. Uh, James Barnett jumps in and says, Ike, if it's taking this long, especially for OC, why not just hire Damian Craig? Just saying dragging this out isn't necessary, especially for OC. Um, I don't know that Damian Craig has even 
I don't know if he's interested in coming back to Auburn. I don't know if there's interest from Coach Hugh Freeze and Damian Craig. So, I mean, it's I don't think it's as simple as just hiring Damian Craig as if, you know, he's waiting for the phone to ring for Auburn or Auburn has him on the list and they're just waiting to get on the right terms. Um, I don't know what the thought process is right now around the um, offensive coordinator hire. So we shall see. James Morris asks, have you heard anything on maybe getting Des Ricks from Bama since Charles Kelly was his main recruiter? Have not heard anything about Ricks. I did see that he entered the transfer portal um, and probably is not going to be the last person from that team that Charles Kelly had links to entering the transfer portal. I think it's going to be more so about um, for for that is, you know, do we have space in the particular room? Uh, and I don't know that we need to add anybody else in that room. And so somebody would have to leave. And it's kind of we're getting into the, the 11th hour in, in concerns with that as far as people being registered for school coming up here in uh, this semester and, and therefore impacting their availability for spring. So I'm not sure what additional moves Auburn is going to be making in the transfer portal. And those uh, kids from Bama, especially the younger ones are going to be needing to make some decisions here coming up very soon um, in, in regard to their eligibility for spring. So if they want to be able to play in spring, then they need to be registered for classes here coming up. You know, I've heard a lot of different dates out there, but I do know last day for registration is supposed to be tomorrow, uh, the 17th for Auburn. So everybody needs to probably try to find a home, and, and figure out what they're going to be doing school-wise here in the next 24 hours. So next 24 hours should be very interesting in, in terms of all of that. All right, I'm going to get out of here. I appreciate everybody for jumping in here with me. I'm, and once again, the Morning Drop is brought to you by our show sponsor, Rogue Shop. Make sure you hit up rogueshop.com and use code RAPPORT when you do. Like the video before you get out of here. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And Give us that five-star review over there on the podcast places, and we definitely appreciate that. Be back at you guys with another morning drop tomorrow. But until then, and as always, Warrior. Drop! Drop!